Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, y'all. I have a couple of questions. Who killed Molly's parents? Is Gert the dinosaur whisperer? And why aren't we cool as Nico yet? After show for Runaway starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey! hey. Get it. Does this song familiar? Does it sound familiar to you? Because it's Molly's theme, y'all. Thank you so much. She she is busting something, okay, in these two episodes. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Runaways After Show on After Buzz TV. Give us a like on YouTube, comment, subscribe, like us, and subscribe to us on iTunes as well. Just just subscribe to us, okay? Everywhere. Everywhere possible, all right? I am joined by my own lovely panel of Runaways. Guys... Or ladies, introduce yourselves, please. Hey guys, I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. This lovely lady. Thank you. Uh, hello everyone. My name is Mina Wahab, and you can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. Yes, I make the magic happen, everyone. Good. I love it. Hey guys, I'm Ashley Brinkman. You can find me on Instagram at Ashley underscore Brinkman. I'm excited to talk about the dinosaur. Yes. And guys, I'm Oliver Jenin. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Oh my gosh, guys. So today we're covering two episodes. We have episode two and three. Number two, we're going to start off with Rewind. So... We get to see the parents' version of yeah, the reunion day. Yeah, their perspectives before the ceremony of Destiny. And we're going to find out what exactly happened to Destiny. We still kind of don't really know. So let's start off with the Wilders, so which are Alex's parents, mm-hmm. Jeffrey and Catherine. And we're coming to find out that Jeffrey seems to be a lot more sympathetic than Catherine. What do you guys think about Alex's parents at this point? Catherine is stone cold. Yes. She, like, she has a heart of coal. <laughs> yeah, she does. But I like it. She's, like, a very, like, she knows what she wants. She just wants to, like, she's all business. Mm-hmm. And I think Jeffrey really balances her out well, mm-hmm. like, nicely. Because he, he has, like, he's very soft. Even though he comes from this, like, hard path. Like, mm-hmm. he was in prison. He had this, like, rough life, apparently, before her. And now he's kind of just, like, a sweet guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He feels bad about it all. But he's not stopping it. So. Absolutely. I think in some ways... At the core, they both have the fundamentally, like, similar belief that, hey, we've come so far from where we were before, why give up now? But the only difference is that um, I feel like Jeffrey has come so far from, you know, like, from the hood and from the lifestyle he had before that he feels like, what's the difference between what I did now versus what I did then if ultimately I'm being a bad person right now? Like, I... I don't want, like, all the hard work I put in to go to waste and to, like, compromise my morals or my values at this point. So Mm -hmm. I don't think he's really seeing the greater goal right now, and I think there might be, like, a split between those two. Mm -hmm. Because they see things so differently, even though they both realize they've come so far. Yeah. 
And it's funny because Jeffrey's so like cutthroat. He's like Catherine in the comics. He's he's the one who killed Destiny in the comics. He was just like, huh, when he uh, during the ceremony. So it's really interesting to see him mm-hmm. a lot more emotional mm-hmm. than Catherine. And I love uh, Angel who portrays Catherine. She's just doing such a phenomenal job. I'm like, She's girl, scary. you are scaring me. I love you so yeah. much. Um, She's good. I think Jeffrey. Um, because I understand coming from a place of the hood, like I grew up in the projects, and I'm totally different. Like I'm very obviously outgoing, and it doesn't really affect how I am now. But I can see where he's coming from. He's like, if I worked so hard to try to get someone place better, but it's almost a more prettier version. It's like in a pretty little package, but still the same things I did. So what's the difference now? Mm-hmm. We see his hood ways come back when like the mobsters come back or the gangsters come back and try to uh, trifle up with his. The production site, remember? Yeah, mm-hmm. and the construction site. Right. The, the, his grandma. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The construction, the production. Site. <laughs> similar, similar word. Okay, I'm. Uh, uh, I'm his name with was uh, Darius. 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 Darius Davis and his crew. Yeah, I love that name. Darius Davis. But he scared them away. He's like, "Look, I got your Grammy, Grammy on on speed dial. We're gonna blow her. <laughs> we're gonna blow her house up if you you know mess with my production. My well, production. technically, I thought it was too easy of a give like give up. Like, if you are you got guns, so like just because you threatened my grandmother, I kind of could shoot you right now. Like, and she's gonna die anyway. She's old. No, I digress from what Mina just said. However, (laughs) but you know, Darius is smarter than he looks. Like, he transferred all the data from Jeffrey's phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now he can monitor the text and the calls that are coming in. So he yeah. has his own dirt it's gonna see, to get on yeah. him. It's going to be interesting to see how these mobsters like in, like interfere with you know the whole pride and like the runaways as well. And so it's a mess right now. <laughs> and it's funny we're going to have this question of is Jeffrey really doing this for his family and his community, or is he really doing this to benefit himself? We don't know. We're going to find out soon though. But let's get on to the Steins real quick. Victor, we get a little bit of Victor. He he's abusive, clearly to Chase, mm-hmm. and he's abusive to his own white Jan- wife, Janet. Yeah. And so Janet, later on, we come to find out that she is, in fact, thousand three. No, but she she calls. She gets a call. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're kind of like, hmm, I wonder. I knew I wonder. it. We kind of called did, this. Did. Well, I she called it. Yeah, yeah. Because like, no. As soon as when your when your own son has to say, I don't think did, I didn't think dad let you have friends. If your husband can alienate you from having friends, you, you you're gonna have a call. Yeah, so, so suspect right now. Mm-hmm. Suspect of you cheating. <laughs> I like this comment from Jay Snowdown in the chat. He says, my one issue with the show is how many shirts they have Chase wear. Who needs them? <laughs> Lol. I totally agree. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely did change Chase a lot from the comics. He's more of like a nerdy, like brainy jock, like Alex, a little bit. But he's more he's more friendlier. But here he's more of the jock, and he, he's definitely putting up a front. I feel like to fit in with the popular crowd and the rest of the jocks. Yeah. I think. Um, so I'm super excited for episode four, which we have not seen yet. So please mm-hmm. don't spoil us, guys. Um, we also get to see. Um, something's up with Victor. He's having headaches. Yes. His pod doesn't work. The rat doesn't disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's incredibly abusive to his wife and yeah. the little rat. He's like, get rid of it. I, yeah. Um, and I think, wonder if that rat is like a metaphor. Like, is there a rat in the pride? <laughs> is there a rat in the runaways? Ooh, I don't know. I think there might be. There might be. I also think be. he's suffering from like a aneurysm or early on sign of like Alzheimer mm-hmm. or dementia. Like, there's something there because like oh. the constant, like the headaches, you only get headaches eventually when something's, when something's wrong. like wrong with you internally, even though you don't know and you're not going to get help. Mm-hmm. But like, and like either he he's always been abusive, or 
it's just like something that's slowly crept up through the years because of whatever is happening inside that he has no idea about. Yeah. yeah, and I wonder in episode three. I know I'm jumping ahead, but the the Yorks, the serum that they developed, kind of like is for like PTSD and stuff like that. So I wonder if that's going to play in, going to play into like hit him and like if they're going to use it on him or something. So mm. look out for that. I just literally thought of that on the top of my head when you brought that up. So thank you, Shay. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so Prediction. Let's, let's get on. I know I'm jumping ahead. Of myself, well. <laughs> let's get on to the dean. So Carolina and her family. Frank is like a very like uh, well known actor, and he's kind of washed out now because he's kind of like mm. a teenage heartthrob like back in the day. Day, but he's but still kind of high. As he a dad. is I'm very sorry, attractive. He's very attractive. Yeah, so I'm surprised. He needs to go on dancing with stars. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Well, some reality like show that's gonna pay him that much too. <laughs> that guy looks like a straight up goofball, dude. Like straight goof, like dad pants and all. Like, well, just... we know how you feel. <laughs> it's he reminds me a lot of Alexander Skarsgård a little bit. That's yes. What um, and it's funny because I didn't even realize this until watching the episode two again that. Frank was actually not at the ceremony. I had I did not realize that. And Frank in the comics, of course, he is. But it's going to be interesting because it seems like he's already like so disconnected from the Pride. He's not he's not a member of the Pride, basically. Okay, well that's that's for episode three. We will get into because I have my thoughts on that one. Okay, three, since we're not there yet, we will get to it. And just remind me to go back to Frank. Dude, real quick okay. though, that guy's so pathetic. Like even his wife has like brainwashed him into the church that she <laughs> has created. It's ridiculous. <laughs> she, she, he's like the Jerry from. Uh, he's like the Jerry from uh, uh, Rick and Morty. It's it's really bad. I don't think any of us watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> we're, so like, we're so sorry, guys. We don't watch it. I will maybe we're watch an cool episode or two. But oh, I'm sorry, Anthony. We're not cool like you. I apologize. <laughs> so anyways, it's funny because Rank's Rank. Frank seems like he's uh, jealous of his wife in a sense because his wife, Leslie, is like the star. She's almost like stealing the show of the pride because, you know, she's the head of this church and she's getting all this press and media and everyone looks up to her. And he, it seems like as an actor, it's like I'm aging and my wife is like mm-hmm. so like above me almost. So I'm useless. My- and he just got fired like, yeah. from his manager or agent, whoever it mm-hmm. was. So he's in like a really desperate place, like sneaking into her private meditation area where... The, the, the crusty body. The crusty body, the yeah. Crusty. What do you guys think of that crusty body? It's a body? granddaddy. It oh, is. Yeah. It's I agree. granddaddy. It's her. <laughs> I agree. Is it Lindsay's dad? The one who created the church, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. That's Which is Carolina's grandfather. Yes. Yeah. So, and that's and probably. That picture. Oh, episode. Oh, can we, we are jump in it, We will. We'll, um, let's finish the Deans. Because now, um, like, they're, they're, we're just going towards it, though. So, like... so, speaking of Leslie, Leslie goes to track down Destiny. Yeah. Because those Taser sisters in episode one, you know, when they tase the, the mm. uh, Hispanics who were taunting Destiny, they come and, like, oh, Destiny's fling. So they go. So, um,. Leslie goes to confront Destiny and she convinces Destiny to come back because she's going to become an ultra finally. And it's funny because Destiny was like not a character at all. She was not, she was in two pages in the comics. So they're fleshing her out and she's, we come to find out that she's a runaway. And Episode. she's a mother of she's a three-year-old. Yeah. So that's really sad knowing that what happens to her. You, could, you could see um, how torn is Leslie, right? Yeah. Or, we, yeah, yeah. Lindsay? Lindsay. Um, we can see, like, yeah. how torn she is when she finds out that she, uh, Destiny does have a daughter, but she still puts the pride in, like, her father first. Yeah. Um, I thought that was so heartbreaking. What would you guys, like... I couldn't do it. I would let her go. I, I feel like there's got to be somebody else to pick. Yeah, because it's like, Leslie, you're a mother, too. You have Carolina. Exactly, yeah. And or does she? Yeah, we're gonna find out. It's funny because she totally rejected Frank because Frank was like, I want to become an ultra too. And she was like, Nope, we're gonna get uh, Destiny. Yeah. Do you guys catch the meaning of ultra going ultra? It's devotion of body and soul. 
Nice. Which you would think technically she did go literally. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we find out later that she doesn't. Right? Did you just say that? Yeah. Kind of did. It just failed a little bit. Yeah. Um. So we'll bring talk about the menorahs real quick because she wasn't dead. Frank killed her after the fact. Yeah. I mean, not Frank. Uh, Victor. But do we know like that? Do we know if that machine was supposed to kill her or was it supposed to like transport her or something? Yeah. 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 It's it's supposed to transport her body and soul into the granddaddy, Grandpa Krusty. Grandpa Krusty. Sacrificing an (laughs) an innocent soul into the crusty body of Leslie's daddy. Yeah. So, so then would, would it just be the body of Leslie's dad and then the soul of, like, of how would that else. work? I thought, I thought it was, like, getting transported to, like, another that's what Leslie dimension. Tr- that's what Leslie <laughs> tried. She was just like, oh, yeah, Destiny, it's going to be all good and fine. Nope. We nope. never have to see each other again. All the parents are super excited about yeah. the fact we don't have to talk yeah. to each other ever again in our lives. So yeah. great ground and you already know, done. you see the cracks in within the pride already yeah. in, in episode three. We're skipping ahead. <laughs> but, like, we know that they're not exactly close. Yeah. Because, like, uh, Tina and Stacy, they don't like each other. They don't like the Brie. Um, so, speaking of the Minoru's, um... Tina and Robert are having major conflicts in their marriage, and we later find out that um, that you know the affair. Oh, we're on three now. Well, did we skip? Okay. Anyways, continue. We found out I'm that they're. I was like, I didn't go there. I was this like, I'm is, waiting for it. Yeah, this is very difficult to juggle. But anyways, Robert's like, Tina, we don't. We already lost Amy. We don't want to lose Nico too, because look, we're we're kind of already losing Nico, and it's so sad. And then he, did I love that she locked, Amy? like she like That's what she, I want to know. In her room. Did they sacrifice Amy? That is a very good question. I'm actually curious about that as well. I don't think they did. They keep saying like they okay. I know I'm skipping to three, they but they called Alex's they called fault. Molly's parents a tragic accident. They said what happened to Amy a tragic accident. Correlations. Come on now, people, help me. Well, I think um, definitely. I, I I don't think that they're bringing them to Ultra or whatever, but they definitely. You know, there's some foul play. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Nico's mom. She had the burn in the yeah. funeral scene, and Jeffrey kind of accuses her Robert. of possibly setting the fire, which kills Ho- mm-hmm. uh, Molly's parents. Mm-hmm. Alice and Jean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the names. <laughs> There's so many names to remember. There's a lot of names. That's why they didn't cast Alice and Jean, so it's yeah. like two less people to remember. Um, so we'll just skip to the Pride meeting, which we see the animosity, and there's supposedly this is the last time they're, they're going to see each other. And so it happens. Def- Destiny is sacrificed. The parents are worried that the kids saw, so Alex comes up with the plan. He, like, shuts out all the lights, and then Catherine and Jeffrey, they rush to... And then uh, turns them back on. Yeah, yeah, they, ru- they rush to uh, the playroom. And it's funny, because this was a scene in the comics that they're all like, oh, they're playing Twister. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy that they incorporated <laughs> that into the show. So... Um, is Destiny still alive? I don't know. Carolina seems to think that Destiny is still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice. We were talking about this, that Nico and Alec. What did you think of the moment between Nico and Alex in the bathroom? I thought it was so adorable. Like, like they, they kind of center each other. No matter how badass Nico tries to be, she does have a soft side. And Alex yeah. does bring that out in her. I think mm-hmm. that's the only character that brings it out in her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just love the sweetness. I want to know about moment. their history before the passing of Amy. I thought they were together. Like oh, they there. totally went out. They oh, yeah. <laughs> it has to they be went something. Out. Like in the yeah. picture that he sent, I could have sworn like his arms were around her. This bond, it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This bond is deeper than just friendship. Yeah. I feel like it was really sweet too because Alex like put his hand on hers and it's like you're not alone. And they always kind of like find themselves together mm-hmm. in all the situations. So I really am excited to see yeah. like 
them together. Yeah. And then Nico, clearly she lost Amy, so, and Alex doesn't know, he's an only child, so he doesn't know what that that, that dynamic in the family was. Mm -hmm. So Nico's like, no, you don't understand, but it's nice that Alex is a, you know, a shoulder for her to, like, lean on, and they're reconciling, finally. Mm -hmm. Um, so the episode ends with Gert singing, you know, a song, which we hear later, like, like a hymn in episode three, but this was very interesting. We see the dinosaur in the basement kind of, like, listen to Gert. And so I'm wondering... It's going through the vents. Yeah, it's going through the vents. And so this dinosaur seems to have, like, an interesting connection to Gert. So anyway, <laughs> this, this episode... <laughs> She's like Eliza Thornberry. Oh, oh my I God. love that you have these You're on to something, Mina. Wild Thornberry's but reference, yes. I'm excited to get on episode three. So we're on episode three. But this episode two ends <laughs> with... Jeffrey finding Molly's little kitty hairpin. So and oh, Destiny still being alive. Def- yeah, and she was still alive enough. Oh, she, that she, was, she, yeah, she's yeah, still yeah. alive. We also end with um, uh, Carolina getting a text from Destiny. And yes, she's all like yes. happy so, about it. Oh, I thought she got that the next. Um, the, uh, it was kind of like the dog. Oh, yeah, the dog. So like, you know, she's someone was texting. Yeah. So yeah, she, yeah. she has faith that she's alive and texting her. But personally, this is my thinking. If I thought I saw you get killed and you just send me dot, 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 and I don't get your text until the next morning, I have issue. I have, I'm have i calling suspect. Because something is wrong. You should, like, if you, like, obviously you got it, so why are you dot, dot, dotting me? So I know you're alive and you're well. She probably got it that night. No, she was already on her phone, like, listening to her mom's meditation thing. That would already been up on her notification, technically. Oh, maybe. I don't know. All right. Well, let's talk about episode three. (laughs) So episode three is titled Destiny. Ta-da! So we pick up with the funeral, like, years ago, the funeral of Molly's parents, Jean and Alice. It was so sad. It was so sad. And you saw everyone, you know, like, six or five, and little little Molly in a little wheelchair with her broken leg. And I was like, oh, <laughs> my stuff God. Oh, my. And she had, the, I think she had the hair clip in. I don't know. But yeah. that was something that we find out later that Molly's mom gave to her. So that's, like, the only thing that she has of her mother left. Um, so, you know, we brought this up. Jeffrey accuses Robert of killing Molly's parents. Um... So I guess maybe we'll save the predictions. What, what do you think of this whole reunion, the funeral, and, like, the the Yorks? They're like, okay, well, we, we talked to yeah, Jean they, and Alice. Like the they were the last people to talk to Molly's parents before they died. And then we see the burn with uh, Tina. So what, what do you guys think at this moment? I feel like the Yorks tried to warn them, maybe. Mm-hmm. But Clearly they know. They knew something. That's why they wanted to protect themselves. Because he said, yeah. we have to do what we have to do to protect ourselves. Don't mm-hmm. worry about nobody else. In the pride, we don't care. We have to worry about our family right now and protection. Because mm-hmm. like, they might be scientists, but they're not that strong. So like, yeah. Yeah, you're going to need the protection as much as you can get with all the powerful people you have around you. Yeah. yeah. They clearly know something. I don't think they, like, killed Molly's parents, no, but they know something. And I don't know if Tina... Tina seems really ruth- ruthless, though. Oh, yeah. So she's... I don't trust her. Tina um. seems ruthless. <laughs> she seemed really, like, concerned. She was, like, covering her burn. Like, if you if you didn't have anything to hide, you wouldn't be so scared of people seeing, like, your bandages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, the Yorks, like, she was, like, knocking the brownies over. Like, she was so yeah, flustered. Like, so they nervous. definitely know something. Yeah, and maybe that because they feel guilty, so that's mm-hmm. why they took Molly in. You know, they, sure, yeah. I think they did care about Molly's parents, and they care about Molly, but clearly something's just not right. So they sh- feel, Don't they feel the most genuine out of all the parents? They, like, I would the want softest. them to be my parents out of the whole pride, for sure. <laughs> yeah. They, 
the, but there's like something wrong with them for yeah, sure. That's too good to be wacky, true. A little crazy. They're I like a little their taco order. There. Huh? I like oh, their yeah. taco order. They're like, yeah, 60 tacos. I'm like, oh, Jesus. For a little uh, friend downstairs. I like the mix of him trying to speak Spanish and like the guy's yeah. just looking at you like, dude, you can talk to me in English. Oh, yeah, that pissed me off. I hated that so much. Oh, my gosh. I was like, fuck this guy. Yeah. And then Dale, he's always trying. I don't know. Dale has. Dale wants to be cool, he's, but he's not. Yeah, he he's, needs to accept it. As well with Alex's father, Jeffrey. He was just like, hey, brother. And I'm like, That's Dale, offensive. sit down. <laughs> sit I hope, down. I hope people are looking at my expression. That is offensive as hell. I like how everyone's okay. getting offended right now. I, know. I am just, I'm offended because, like, I'm sorry. You, like, what right is you? Like, I'm sure you want to connect. You can connect me like a normal human being. You don't have to try to use colloquialisms that are urban to, under, to like, get with me. I understand. I get you. Yeah. He, sure. they're same just, thing they're with just that like taco. nerds, though. Same, same thing with that taco stand. Like, uh, it's just, it was bad hearing that gibberish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but one, th- one thing about that, that family is that they're they are smart. scientists. And what usually how scientists are portrayed is that they they lack a lot of empathy and a lot of like they're not able to sympathize with people because they're so logical based thinking. So uh, what you're what you're honing in on what's wrong with them? I think it's that or like they have that essence or that part of their uh, personality not there. As in like they, they can't really sympathize too mm. too yeah. much. Or it's a we'll fake see. sympathy. Like, yeah. like they it's, just, a, it's a... Mo- it's a their it? sympathy is uh, overshadowed by guilt, I think. Yes. That's what I think. But I love that scene with Lil Molly. She's like, I want to be an elephant when I grow up. I was like, <laughs> so adorable. She's so adorable. Well, she's got yeah. the strength of one now. Yeah. Right. Definitely. <laughs> right? And it's so funny she how... She like, is an elephant now. She's just like... <sighs> Yeah, it's funny because she's, like, going through puberty, so, like, this whole, like, uh, her her powers, basically, is kind of, like, a metaphor of going through, growing up, in a sense, mm-hmm. so, getting stronger, and, um, so, I guess we'll talk about the story arc with Molly, and how Catherine's, like, ruthless, she's like, I'm gonna go find out, I'm gonna, give me a couple minutes, I'm gonna find out if she saw this, so she... She brought, like, her little injection yeah. thing with her, what the <laughs> hell was she gonna do? I was wondering what that she's was. She's gonna sedate okay, so basically, that was, that was, a, that was a serum that they used, like, to help people forget things. Yeah. But okay. it's also something they used on Frank Dean, so what that made me think of was Frank, <gasps> Frank was in the pride before, but because of something maybe that happened, they used it against okay. him, so that's why he's not been right since. Okay. And that's why he, like, he's slowly trying to figure out like what the hell's going on in this church like she's on to something and maybe yeah. that's the synergy serum that they're that the Yorks made yeah, I don't I know yeah I think it's like one of them yeah so um uh so, but Molly totally outsmarts Catherine and she basically didn't lie Shay she didn't seriously she didn't lie the whole the whole point of a lie is to stay as much close to the truth as you possibly can when you're telling the lie so technically they she the truth was they went to the study to try to get some liquor she wasn't she wasn't lookout but that's what she's the youngest Molly so. wanted a drink Molly wanted a drink <laughs> it was like a so, bourbon on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bourbon on the rocks bourbon on the rocks something like that yeah. maybe so. Molly, that's my girl. Um, but so Molly is smart enough and savvy Molly's enough smart. to know that the girl she's in danger. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. she smelt that danger. She was real quick about it. She's like, because she's also scared. She was like, nobody ever listens to me. Like she went on a whole tangent just like yeah. to redirect the whole situation. Good job. She played that like I have no parents card. I was like, go girl, yeah, use. I'm, it. The, I'm the youngest. Nobody even listens to me. Yeah, yeah. you don't believe me either. Because mm-hmm. like, but she actually feels she, it too. So it was like real emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's good. I, Definitely, she's a standout for me in these two episodes. Um, and I think that's just, like, us in general. We kind of, like, look down on youth. We don't see them as smart, being smart, you know? And it's funny how we're seeing in this situation that Molly is totally out sh- outsmarting a, like, 40-year-old woman. But, I like, that's, and that's always something I always disagree with. I believe children are very smart. Like, you, you should never underestimate, yeah. underestimate anybody who's a teenager or a kid because... 
they see things obviously because as we grow up we get jaded by things they're not jaded yet Mm. so they get to see things in a totally different aspect than Mm -hmm. we do so you shouldn't underestimate that at all because when you underestimate it you get your yeah. Based on the concrete. Kids aren't stupid. They know what sex is. Okay. <laughs> so let's go on to my girl, Carolina. Hopefully. I love me some Carolina. I'm super excited to see her story arc in the future because I feel like we didn't see her too much in these two episodes. Um, she's just convinced that Destiny is still alive. Um, Carolina goes snooping around the Church of the Giborum and she comes ac- across this painting. This very uh, familiar painting. It's all blue and pink. And I remember Gar the, said that uh, her grandfather painted it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's another portal. It's another well, it's experiment. Her. It's her. It could be her. It could be it is someone her. the grandfather knows. What do you mean it's her? It's, well, do you, do you remember you the episode one where she took off her bracelet yeah. and you saw the pink and the blue yeah, and yeah, all the yeah. colors? Yeah. But I'm so excited. <laughs> I think she's excited to experiment. Like, she was created. Because, she, like, in her mind, she doesn't remember not wearing the bracelet. The only thing that happens to her when she takes off the bracelet is she, like, goes all pink and blue and she passes out with no recollection of what mm-hmm. happened in that time. Because mm-hmm. she's she always said, like, oh, it's funny, I, I don't think I ever took this off. Is it and a I tracking kind of device, too, though? It feels like a tracking do device. So? Do you think? And it's, like, <laughs> one of those things that you put on your ankle when, when you're on, like, house, house arrest. arrest. Wow. You know what, you're talk- <laughs> what I'm talking about, yeah. Um, it was funny. it's cuter. Oh, Yeah. It- <laughs> it was funny because Mina, you brought up like I'm convinced this is modeled after the Scientology Church. Of Scientology. <laughs> I'm and so like, convinced. Yeah, I was. So it was convinced. funny because I was reading an. L. Ron Hubbard is like the grandfather. Yeah, sure. I was reading an article <laughs> or something <laughs> that kind of like it was definitely influenced. I forget which article it was, but it was definitely influenced after, after the church. Um, so sorry, I don't. I don't mean to offend. I hope the show doesn't offend they any. They are going to come after you. They're going to be wiped off the You're going to come after you. We're all going to get hit because we're, we're associating. Be yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Mina. But don't come for the black one. Just so you know. <laughs> oh, goodness. Don't come for any of us. Okay? <laughs> um, so, do you, do you guys want to talk about the Minorus and their little date? Oh, my. Okay, first Roll of it. all. Ooh, it was so awful. Okay, so, Robert. <laughs> Robert, 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 Robbie, Bob. Um, let me ask you a question. Your wife is trying to be. She's trying it. Like I give her props for at least attempting to try to yeah. do a date, attempting to try to make your marriage That's work. So and you're not giving her anything. Cringy. It's like a cold vice. Like you're not giving her no emotion. And then she gets try to like. First of all, I thought she was gonna like you know do her little, do the footsie move. But girl took off her underwear. That's, that's panties dropped. Panties yeah. dropped. And I was like, I he was wanted like, nothing that was to sexy do with that. though. He was like, Ugh. I felt bad for him a little bit. I'm just like, I'm pulling my sexiest move right now, and you're not taking the bait. Why? I don't know <laughs> how I missed that part. What? Like, what? I, I always okay. miss. Like, it's like Mina. somehow you you missed the, you missed the dinosaur. <laughs> I, I missed that part. And I missed the candy dropping part too. You missed like, miss all the important parts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some weird censorship, like natural censorship. Are you just know. zoned out for some reason doing those? particular part <laughs> so you just can't remember she did come all. in hot though that was that was pretty aggressive I like that she's trying to not be cold for once yeah and yeah. Robert's just he's making it too obvious like it seems like she's gonna catch on that there's something mm-hmm. up with Robert because yeah. Robert's clearly he didn't get any affection from uh, Tina after the death of Amy and so that kind of brings us to Janet Chase's mom and Who's Janet's abused by abused, her husband but yeah. yeah so she kind of needs like a vessel to get that affection that she's not getting from Victor. And so she doesn't want a relationship with Robert, though, Janet. No, she doesn't. Robert wants a relationship with her. We were talking about it earlier. I was just like, seriously, that whole scene 
oh, you know, I'll put a down payment on this place. It's for us. Whoa. And it was like, <laughs> we didn't talk about this. Like, like, I'm still processing. That's all. But you can tell for her, seriously, this is just about the intimacy and the sexual act itself. This is not because I want you. I'm still going to mm-hmm. be with my husband at the end of the day. You are on another level that we are not at, and I'm not at, and I will never be at, most likely at. I think she's, like, she's brainwashed to be stuck with Victor. She doesn't mind, like, dipping out on, like, on her husband, mm-hmm. but she will never leave him either. I think she's more realistic about the situation, and he's kind of living in, like, la-la land with their <laughs> relationship, because he's just like, cool, we're gonna, like, live in this apartment or whatever it is um, on our off time yeah. together. Yeah. I don't know. It just was like yeah, and plus the, the fact realistic. that I think he's trying to do that also because the pride's not supposed to meet anymore. So he's really trying to take advantage of that. But clearly, um, Le- or not Leslie, Janet, she she seems to defend a lot of people. She defends Chase. She even defends her abusive husband. So Janet's kind of like a lost cop. I don't really know where. I I really don't know where she Janet is. That's the character no I would kill off. I would yeah. kill off Janet if I could kill off Jace. <laughs> Who buys a house for a married woman? Ooh, <gasps> Ivan. Ivan in the chat. First off, he said that maybe if Molly's not a, a mutant, maybe she's an inhuman. And Ashley, you you covered inhumans on the after Damn. show for this free season one. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a huge thing that Molly might be able be able to become an inhuman. So. That would be very cool. Um, but also, all, he said, Oliver, don't you feel like the moms seem more evil than the fathers in the pride? So, what do you guys think? Yeah, I, besides Victor, yeah, aside from Victor, everybody's point. evil. All the moms are hella, like, they're just business focused about their plan. Mm-hmm. They're just focused on the plan. Maybe they're even, more strategic. Maybe even except, I would say, smarter. except for, <laughs> totally. except for the York's mom. She out, she can be evil, but I don't think she really has it in her to, like, like be full-time evil the entire time. Like, she's just only about her own survival. I feel like that's more than it is for her. Yeah. I just think the show is, like, totally uh, shifting the male gaze, you know? Because, like, I think the women are really, like, strategical, like you guys have been saying. And they're they're really being smart about this, this situation, whatever their plan is. Whereas the fathers, they're acting so much on emotion, mm-hmm. which is kind of what we've seen in the uh, election, this past election, not to bring <laughs> up politics. But um, also with Gert and Chase, you know how Gert's kind of, she was like, this is skipping ahead, but Gert was totally looking at Chase, checking him out with the x-ray glasses, yep. goggles, and she was checking his butt out in the first episode, I that think. Remember true. that? I mean, I don't blame her at all. <laughs> the but. women on the panel, who would also have done that with Chase? Raise your hand. <laughs> Me and I raise my hand. Don't lie. He's okay. Like honestly, hashtag he's still in high school. Not in real life. (laughs) (laughs) He's too too LA pretty boy for Um, me. I like the rugged. What? Like that rugged look. What did you guys think about the beach scene meetup when Gert was getting super thirsty and (gasps) jealous? She was like, Carolina, you need to like get out of here. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She was being crazy, but I liked it. I like she it, like, too. She forced Chase yeah. into hanging out with her. I'm like, girl. Girl's going for what she wants, and I gotta, like, say, like, good for you, But girl. also, it's just, like, she's not doing it with Chase. Why won't you tell no. Carolina? Like, like honestly, I kind of understand why you won't tell Carolina what happened to her, but you can also say, hey, girl, the reason why I, um, something happened, if you see, like, you could, like, admit to, so Carolina doesn't find out, even though girl would probably use it her advantage at a later time and point, mm-hmm. but still, like. He's what? I don't get... Maybe he didn't want to embarrass her or, like, have her confront those guys and feel, like, awful about the situation. I'm talking about Chase to Mm -hmm. Carolina right now. Like, I also was wondering the same thing. I was like, is he trying to protect her from knowing? I feel like it came from a protective place. Like, he didn't want to stir the pot. He didn't want to make it a huge thing. 
Because that's kind of a scary place to go at times. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. what happened with the ceremony. It's kind of like they have a bigger yeah. problem almost. Not to say that's bigger because she was almost raped, but like th- they have a huge situation of life or death, you know, kind of. He might not also want to like involve her as much as he can help it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But I feel like those two dudes are just going to come back. They're, 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 they're going to come they're back. Com- yeah. They're, for- they're coming for Chase either way. Mm-hmm. And, they, and like, words are going to be spilled in this conversation when that happens. Or so if she's, she's going to find out. Yeah, it's like an event. It's like a rift in their friendship. I think we're gonna find out in episode four, Mm. so I'm super (laughs) excited. Let's get on to Nico, our girl Nico, the coolest (laughs) runaway ever. I love how she shows up appropriately dressed to the beach. Oh yeah, all (laughs) black, all black, perfect, (laughs) perfect summer outfit, combat boots, (laughs) so practical, so cool. Even her pajamas in episode two when she went to go, she went to go sleep in Amy's room. They were so cool. It was like shredded. I was like, dang. She's so cool. Um, but anyways, Nico gets into her mom's uh, secret staff, and that's a staff of one. And this is a very interesting object that belongs to her mom. And in the comics, this was a special artifact that able that was able to um, grant you a spell. But it's called the Staff of One, so you can only use that particular spell once. So if I drop dead right now, you can use it to resurrect me. But you can never use that resurrection spell again. And you had to shed blood in order to use the rod. So and oh, they, that's why they kept getting hurt. Yeah. Mm. So that's how they changed it because they didn't want to promote you know self harm. So they used a the prick instead of like on the thumb. Mm. So I wonder if they're going to keep that in the show because that was something that uh, Nico always ran into the in the comics. She was like, I can't use a resurrection spell because I already used it. I can't use a free spell because I already used it. So that was a, like a reoccurring thing for Nico. Um, but she invites homeboy. She invites homeboy Alex. To help over. her to do the snowflakes. Yeah, help because her, help her fix the situation. she unintentionally um, conjured up a snowstorm, basically, <laughs> in her house. And I'm like, yeah. how are you going to clean that? Your mom's coming home. But they, they, they end up cleaning it. So what did you think of this scene? I just wanted to know what that book was. The book oh, of, uh, that belonged to Amy. Like, that was the diary. diary. No, I know, but like... I wonder what her mom is doing with it. If it's more than just the sentimental value of keeping it, or if there's something, like, something. A, like a spell book or something weird going on. Like, it's yeah. another artifact. That's why I'm wondering if they're going to alter, like, that, that the power of the staff. Yeah. Um, I wonder if she has, like, secrets in it that her mom doesn't want... Nico to find out, like, about mm-hmm. her parents, or maybe yeah. she knew too much or something. And yeah, that's really interesting. It seems like... I don't know. I feel like uh, Nico could clearly use the staff, and her mom could use the staff. And I think Alex attempted to use the staff, but he couldn't use the staff. So mm-hmm. it's only a family. family it could thing. be, and I wonder if Amy had potential to use the staff as well. What mm-hmm. I, What I was thinking about the staff is, isn't it? Is it possible that like uh, every new wielder has to give up the offering of blood, is which is the prick? Because um, Nico was pricked right when she picked it up. Well, and so it, it kind of like it, it was attached to her, as in like she she was the only wielder for that time. And if anyone else tried to wield it, wield it, um, they they wouldn't be able to. They'd have to like give up the same offering afterwards. So that's why I think why when Alex picked it up, it was just like he just dropped it because well, he it didn't burned offer the him. Butt. That's why as soon as he touched it, it burned him. So you mean you have to have suffered loss to use it? Like a sacrifice? Interesting. And also, now that you mentioned if if it just burned him, is it possible that it, it could have burned? Um, Nico's mom in the in that flashback scene, and that the With staff could have been Gert's, hmm. um, Molly's uh, parents. Staff. Ooh, 
That's an interesting. Very interesting. Did you binge watch this? <laughs> There's only four know. episodes. How do you know everything? It's been a couple of days. I don't remember everything. <laughs> so, um, are we uh, gonna say anything else? Chase and Gert, real quick. Uh, yeah. Like when he tried to look at her, and then him going to look through the 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 safe door, and he was just like, "Whatever this thing is made of, it's the same made up of your outfit because I can't look through it." <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because she, she's like, I think this is just fair play. Like it's, we're on fair ground now. Mm-hmm. We're even. But they found something together in their basement. The dinosaur, I and the dinosaur was. was just like, just like rushed out. But Gert was having a panic attack. She's like, Oh my gosh, calm down, calm down. And when she was doing, when Chase she was, was, when she was tell, yeah, when she was telling that to herself and to Chase, the dinosaur was calming down. What were your thoughts on that? It's like, I can speak parcel tongue to you, Harry. <laughs> I can speak to the dinosaurs. Oh my god. I don't have a pass on that, but even though I do love the Harry Potter <laughs> reference. Um, cause of, oh, Harry Potter, like she, he called her Hermione. That's mm. also the Harry Potter reference I wanted to mention because I loved it. Nico and oh, Alex. Yes, that's right. That was the best thing ever in my life for that night, uh, for the day. Um, but as for that, it was, I think, because it heard her through the vents and it started to, like, hear her sing. Is like it's just I don't know. Dinosaurs have a very instinctual, you know, in themselves. So I feel like it felt safe with Gert. Like Chase, maybe not. Like just didn't feel safe. But like when Gert started talking, it calmed down really quickly. And it's just like I thought he was gonna walk back into the the thing so they could have closed the door on him, not like escape. What do you think her did power you say, is? Did you, did you just say the dinosaurs are very what? The pathetic? dinosaur is also a she, by the way. She likes Gert. She likes Gert. I actually got a quick theory on this. So, <laughs> why does a dinosaur need a septum? Um, <laughs> oh, true, right? Real quick. All right, so on, on that note. What does it mean? Um, what? A septum. It had a, it had a septum. So, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that that thing is... That, what? How did I miss this, guys? How did I miss this? Mina, I need you to. I mean, Mina, I need you to watch with me, okay? We're gonna watch together so we can point out things. Like this over it like week. went over my head. Mina has to watch the episode three times, <laughs> mandatory. Oh my you need God, to watch no. the episode while we're doing the I, after I show. <laughs> I wonder so if that's bad. like for the parents to control them because they, they do that to bears. Like if you touch that mm. bears, like it. They lose all. Power. Yeah, it's like a telepathic uh, receiver, but only towards Gertz and their her parents' actual DNA, not Molly's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Molly couldn't be able to because that's not her DNA. So, mm-hmm. look out, Molly! <laughs> I um, actually know this. T- I think you know it too. So uh, I like can't yeah. say anything. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we gotta wrap Molly. up. We gotta wrap up episode three for real quick with Leslie. Um, so we find out that Destiny was washed up ashore. Victor had to finish uh, Destiny off. Um, she was still alive in the box, so she washes up on a beach, and they need another sacrifice. Need and another episode sacrifice. three ends. Um, so I'm we- actually afraid. Oh, and Victor was kind of getting those really crazy flashes of destiny, and she was like, mm-hmm. "Help me, help me!" And she wasn't actually really there. So I think he's kind of going it's to go crazy. Dementia, I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> something. something now that really honestly wrong does him. feel like PTSD because she probably was there before, and he feels like no, she's covered in trauma. Sand. Like even her you whole face what? is covered in I sand. I think he's gonna take the serum. Yeah, the PTSD serum mm. because it sounds like he's synergy. I think there's Definitely more. The there's PTSD. more to Victor than what we see. Like. He has like he's seen. He's obviously abusive, but I think there's something there. There's guilt. There's guilt there. Why is he so angry? You know, there has to be a reason. There has to be something that's happened, and I, I, in a way, 
I empathize less with his wife for some reason. Mm. I don't know why, because I feel like there's something there with Victor, even though he's psychotic. Yeah, I feel like so- <laughs> he's psychotic, psychotic. Seriously, like pain comes fr- or anger comes from pain. I think. Yeah. And so not to say like, oh, Victor, you're so perfect. Like I, you beat your wife. That's horrible. No, no not, not at, at all. all. I'm not but, trying to like humanize yeah. him. I'm yeah. just trying to say that I feel like there's. More There's steps. he's not yeah. just a one dimensional character. Absolutely, he's not, it's not so black and white. Yeah, I, yeah. and that's cool that because they totally were in the comics, totally one dimensional. So I think everyone in the show is totally like four dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> like you can feel them through the TV screen. <laughs> so guys, I have to do this quick live read real quick to get it out of the way. Oh, Alex and Nico kiss go. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. History's critically acclaimed series Vikings will will premiere with a two-hour season premiering, airing Wednesday, November 29th at 9. Season 5 begins with Ivar the Boneless asserting his leadership over the great heathen army, while Lagertha reigns as queen of Katagart. Ivar's murderer of his brother, Sigard, sets the stage for vicious battles to come as Ragnar's son plot their next move after avenging their father's death. Bjorn follows his destiny into the Mediterranean Sea, and Flocky, who is suffering from the loss of his wife, Helga, takes to the sea, submitting himself to the will of the gods. The season is full of starting alliances and unbelievable trails as the Vikings fight to rule the world. Do you guys watch Vikings? No, no. Well, <laughs> you bet. We first season. Will. I I might we check out Vikings, but I am too hooked on Runaways right now. <laughs> do you want to do a quick little segment? Oh, hey guys! So before we get into our segment, okay. we're going to be doing a giveaway. Ooh, spill um, the beans, girl! We're going to be doing a giveaway. So we're going to have some special guests joining us in the next couple after shows we're going to do. So what I want you to do is to go on iTunes, give us a five star rating, and leave a review with your username. And I understand some people don't have iTunes, so if you don't, comment under each video that we do. Put five star and a comment about why you love the show, or who's your favorite ship, who's your favorite character. So I know you want to be entered in the contest. And we're going to be giving away a signed Runaways, Marvel's Runaways graphic novel. Yeah. Yeah. From our special guests who are going to be joining us in the yes. studio. And it's multiple. It's not And it's yeah. multiple. And we're not telling you, right? We're not telling you guys. Shh, it's not. <laughs> you so have to tune in. You have to tune in to see who's going to join us. And the more you tune in, the more you review. At the end of the finale episode, we're going to put all the names in a hat and we're going to pick one live for you guys. And I'm going to mail it to you. Is yes. it okay if they don't have iTunes if they do it on the YouTube? Video? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Awesome. So if you don't have iTunes, definitely. But if you do have iTunes, five star rating on our Runaways podcast. Leave a review with your username. Yes, guys. I'm so excited for the rest of the season. Unfortunately, we don't have time for the segment because we just ran a little... It's hard to cover two episodes in one after show, okay? (laughs) But maybe for next week we can do it. And it was a really good, fun segment. But anyways, let's wrap up. One last time, tell the good people, tell the runaways that are watching (laughs) us where they can find you on social media. Hey, guys. I'm Ashley Brinkman again. And you can find me on Instagram at Ashley underscore Brinkman. Hello, everyone. Once more, you can find me on oh, Instagram Lord. or Twitter at Mina Makes Magic. I make the magic happen, just like Hermione, Harry, Ron. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! I so wish I could do a British action, but I cannot. So, <laughs> hey guys, I am Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram, and Love Shay, but on Snapchat. I'm Oliver Drennan. Oh you can God. find me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We cannot wait for our Tune special guest. Tune in next dates. week for the special guest. Yes, episode. we'll be covering episodes four and five. Thank you guys. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later, later, runaways. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs>